Luke 17 verse 36 remember Lot's wife when speaking about the judgment there <clears throat> the judgment of God in the days of Noah there in Luke 17 the Lord Jesus speaking about the judgment in the days of Noah went on then to say remember Lot's wife then he spoke about God's judgment upon the cities of the plain Sodom and Gomorrah and as he did so again there in Luke 17 the Lord said remember Lot's wife he followed this up by speaking about God's judgment that would come upon the world <clears throat> in the last days and once again after speaking about the judgment in these three areas the Lord said remember Lot's wife yes she was the wife of Lot but the Lord didn't say remember Lot Lord said remember Lot's wife she was the mother of two daughters but again the Lord didn't say remember Lot's two daughters instead the Lord told his hearers that day remember Lot's wife it's interesting that the Lord drew attention to Lot's wife because we know so little about her here in Genesis 19 she's mentioned three times in the New Testament you have the words of the Lord that's all we know about her that's all is said about her they're the only references to Lot's wife we do not know her name we don't know where she came from what her birthplace was indeed when Lot and Abraham separated the one from the other because there was a dispute between the herdsmen of Lot and the herdsmen of Abraham they separated you turn there to Genesis 13 In verse 11, then Lot shows him all the plains of Jordan. And Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves the one from the other. It's interesting. Lot's wife isn't even mentioned. When Lot separated from Abraham, Lot's wife is not even mentioned. Later when the angels visited Lot to tell him about the coming judgment upon the cities of the plain again we see something interesting look at chapter 19 of Genesis and verse 3 and he prayed Lot that is pressed upon them greatly and they turned in they, that's the angels turned in unto him and entered into his house mark the words he made them a feast and did bake unleavened bread and they did eat again his wife's not even mentioned and from what we can gather there from that verse 3 it was Lot himself who made the meal and took the time to entertain these angels from heaven no his wife is not mentioned and yet and yet the Lord said remember Lot's wife not even mentioned in those verses that we've looked at and the other verses with reference to Lot his wife is not mentioned yet the Lord said remember Lot's wife 
So there must be something very important about Lot's wife that the Lord wants us to take note of. Something about Lot's wife that the Lord most surely wants us to remember. Doesn't want us to forget Lot's wife. So let us obey the Lord tonight then. And the Lord has said, remember Lot's wife. That's what we want to do then. We want to remember Lot's wife. First of all, we want to look at the message for Lot and his wife. The message for Lot and his wife. Angels were sent to Lot and his wife with a message about the coming judgment that God was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah place of that abominable practice and it's being promoted today and it's abomination it's an abomination judgment will come upon them in the Lord's time as well but we read in verses 12 and 13 and the man said unto Lot hast thou here any besides son-in-law and thy sons and thy daughters and whatsoever thou hast in this place bring them out of this place notice Lot's wife isn't mentioned again hast thou any sons-in-law and thy sons and thy daughters didn't mention his wife then we read in verse 13 for we will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxen great before the face of the Lord and the Lord has sent us to destroy it and Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law which married his daughters and said I'll get you out of this place for the Lord will destroy this place, this city but he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law in this message we notice where the emphasis was laid destruction you notice in those verses we read the word destroy is mentioned three times there in verse 12 at the beginning and the end of verse 12 and again near the end of verse 14 or sorry verse 13 and then again at the end of verse 14 destroy, destroy, destroy so that was the message that the angels came with so if any in the lost family did not give heed to such a solemn message being told three times we're going to destroy this place any who didn't give any heed to that message they were then left without excuse they couldn't say nobody told us Lot and his wife and family were told three times about pending destruction but that just reminds us of those today Lot and his wife were told three times but many today have heard the same message about God's judgment upon sin the judgment of God that is coming and will be poured out upon sin in this world and they sit in God's house and they sit in gospel meetings and they're told about the day of judgment week after week after week month after month year after year Lot and his wife were told three times you could probably multiply that many many times for those today who sit in gospel preaching services and give no heed to the fact there's a day of judgment coming How many have heard the message? Heard it many, many times. 
and still give no heed. And there are many in the past who have heard it and have given no heed and have perished. Even though they were told often enough, multiple times. You think of it as it was in the days of Noah. Noah, we're told in 2 Second Peter 2, 5, Noah was a preacher of righteousness. And so as Noah continued to build the ark, he preached. He was a preacher of righteousness. And yet, all the years that Noah took to build the ark, and during those years, he was a preacher of righteousness, only eight were saved. Those who were in the ark. They'd heard the preacher of righteousness for years. And they perished. I have no doubt since Noah knew why he was building the ark. That God was going to judge the world. God had told them the end of all flesh has come. The end has come. The judgment. And Noah was building in the ark. And, the Noah, and Noah was preaching the word. And no doubt telling people to flee from the wrath of God to come. And nobody listened. And the world perished. And how sad it is that that is repeated over and over and over again today. Sinners are told, flee from the wrath to come. Flee. But they sit unconcerned. Not troubled at all. Lot and his wife received this message about destruction. But what happened to Lot's wife? She was one of those that perished. All the privileges she had. Lot's wife perished. That's why the Lord said, remember Lot's wife. As well as the destruction, the message about destruction, you notice this message gave direction. Verse 15. And when the morning arose, the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. That's the first mention of Lot's wife there in verse 15. First mention mentioned in Scripture. Lot was to take her and their daughters and get out of Sodom. The angel said, Lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. You look at that, verse 15. What is it that strikes you? Does it, the fact that the angels, the servants of the Lord, showed more urgency than Lot and his wife and family? Because we're told, and while he lingered, verse 15 again, and when the morning arose, the angels hastened Lot. He doesn't seem to be in any hurry. The angels were certainly more urgent about the matter than Lot and his wife and family. But it's not usually the case. It's not usually the case that the one who stands on the pulpit and delivers God's message and delivers God's word is more urgent about the matter than those who hear. Spurgeon said 
that he preached the gospel he would like to go down and draw a circle around every sinner and say you're not stepping out of that circle till you give your heart to Christ Spurgeon was urgent urgent about souls being saved and escaping the wrath of God to come he was urgent about it the angels were urgent and saying in the angels hasten love love didn't seem to be in any hurry and isn't that just like many a sinner today he preached the judgment of God he preached hell fire not a popular subject today but it's the truth you preach hell you preach the judgment and the preacher is earnest but the hearer hardly takes it on to their notice for after the word is preached and the warning is given and the preacher pleads with sinners to repent and call upon God for salvation final hymn is sung benediction is pronounced and those sinners in danger of hell fire walk out unconcerned as if it never happened to them so it was with these angels the preacher knows all about the judgment he had read about it in preparation for his messages he studied it he has gone into it all he knows it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God he knows that he conveys that to the congregation and the sinners in the congregation it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God Jonathan Edwards' great text and yet there are sinners sit on meetings it's as if they haven't heard the word they don't think about it being a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the God whom they've sinned against. Like the angels. Preacher wants every sinner to flee from the wrath of God to come. He's not in the pulpit to tell stories. He's not in the pulpit to tickle ears, to make people feel good. No! Preacher is in the pulpit to tell the truth. And the angels told the truth to Lot and his family. And those who do not heed the warning message, then let them remember Lot's wife remember Lot's wife as well as being a message of destruction and the message gave direction we notice also the delay the message spoke about a delay it is amazing that after such a message had been delivered to Lot and his wife and daughters You'd have thought they would have left immediately. You would have thought they would have left Sodom immediately. No. They delayed. They showed no hurry or haste to get out of that place 
that was under the condemnation of a holy God. For we are told, and while they lingered, hard to take in, isn't it? After what they've been told, while they lingered, here we see their mistake. They lingered. It was a grave mistake for Lot and his wife and daughters to linger as they did. It's a grave mistake for anyone to make. I tell you, it's a mistake of gigantic proportions for any soul, any sinner, to be given the truth but their need of salvation the salvation is found in Christ and if you reject Christ you may expect the judgment of God and it's a mistake for that sinner to linger and not to haste away to Christ and seek to escape the wrath of God that is to come. Yet it happens all the time. In gospel meetings. The message is faithfully delivered. The warnings are given. About the judgment of God upon sin. And the cry goes out. Flee. From the wrath to come. Instead, men and women linger and tarry in their sin and make no haste to escape. That is a mistake indeed. Matthew 24, verse 44. Lord Jesus says, Therefore be ye also ready. Need to be ready. For in such an hour as ye think not the Son of Man cometh and when the Son of Man cometh he's coming to call his people home and to judge the world. And in such an hour as ye think not the Son of Man cometh. At least Lot and his wife and family were told when Sodom would be destroyed when God would come in judgment but you and I don't know when the son of man cometh the Lord said therefore be ye also ready need of a ready need of a ready need of a ready if the mistake then you see the mercy the mercy of the Lord <clears throat> verse 16 and while he lingered the man laid hold upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters the Lord being merciful unto him and they brought him forth and set him without the city the Lord being merciful had it not been for the mercy of the Lord they would have been consumed again isn't it the Lord's mercy extended to sinners today that the judgment of God has not already come upon them and they only realized it well they could say with the prophet listen it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not Jeremiah 3 verse 22 
It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Where would many a sinner be today if the Lord had not shown them mercy? Only sinners realize that. Shows them mercy. Else they would be in a lost eternity. As well as the message for Lot and his wife, we see also the mission for Lot and his wife. <coughs> Verse 17. It came to pass when they had brought them forth abroad that he said, Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the place. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be concerned. There was the mission. It was an escape mission. First of all, regarding this mission, we see the word. The word. It was a very plain and simple and straightforward word. Escape for thy life. Nothing fancy about that message. Escape for thy life. Well, dealing with such a life-threatening situation, the angels needed to be plain and simple. And they were simply said escape for thy life that's straightforward they would have understood what the angels meant escape for thy life nothing complicated when it comes to dealing with eternal matters plain language must be used there's no point using language that people don't understand. When it comes to gospel truth and eternal matters, plain language must be used. Remember what Paul said? He did not speak with the enticing words of man's wisdom but in the demonstration of the spirit and of power. Ticing words of man wisdom might impress a lot of people. But when it comes to preaching the gospel, when it comes to dealing with eternal matters, when it comes to dealing with heaven and hell, salvation and damnation, Plain language is essential. It must be plain and simple. And so to those who are tarrying and lingering, the plain word is, escape for thy life. If not, remember Lot's wife. As well as the word, we have the warning. And this is where Lot's wife comes into focus, as it were. You have the warning given there in that verse 17. Escape for thy life, look not behind thee. There's the warning. Look not behind thee. The Savior gave the same message, delivered the same warning at that time when he said, Remember Lot's wife. Turn over to Luke chapter 17. <coughs> Luke 17 and verse 30. In the Lord Jesus dealing with the last judgment, judgment of the last days. Luke 17 verse 30 
even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. The Lord has just spoken about the destruction of Sodom. You see that in the previous verse, verse 29. In fact, we'll read verse 29. The same day that Lot went out, Sodom had rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be, it shall be the same. Thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day, he which shall be upon the housetop and the staff in the house, let him not come down to take it away. But he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. In other words, the Lord is saying the same, delivering the same message. He's saying, escape for thy life. Don't turn back. Don't let anything detain you or delay you. And then the Lord said, remember Lot's wife. Because that's what she did. And they are told in the gospel, Escape from thy life, look not behind thee. Escape to the place of refuge. Don't look back. Escape to that fountain that's filled with blood. Don't look back. Escape to Christ, the only Savior of the soul. Whatever you do, don't look back. You can't afford to look back. That's the problem. Many look back to the life they've been living. They look back to the pubs and the clubs they frequent and wonder, well, how can I leave all of that and all my drinking mates and all the fun and the entertainment I have in the world? They look back to those things and they think, according to the eye of the devil, as we noted this morning, they think that there couldn't possibly be a better life than the life they're living. They're in the world enjoying the pleasures of sin for a season. And they look back and they linger and they think there could not there could not be anything better to replace the old sinful life they're living how wrong they are of course the devil tells them that how wrong they are for what do you have in Christ joy unspeakable and full of glory that's what you have in Christ your peace pardon and assurance that one day you'll be in glory we often sing the words now none but Christ can satisfy Another name for me, there's love and life and everlasting joy, Lord Jesus, found in thee. So there's no need for a sinner to look back. Instead, they need to look forward. Look to the cross. Look to Christ, the Savior of the soul. And if they don't, they need to remember Lot's wife. They need to remember that's why as well as the word and the warning we have the way verse 17 again and it came to pass when they had brought them forth and again is not something preacher of the gospel would love to do it burdened for souls preaches the gospel in all earnestness he delivers his soul in preaching the gospel 
and sinners sit unmoved. Preacher would like to do what the angels did. You'd like to die among this congregation and take the sinners by the hand, pack them by the hand, and lead them to Christ. Can't do that, of course. But that's what the angels did. They took Lot and his wife and daughters, took them by the hand. And it came to pass when they had brought them forth abroad that he said, Escape for thy life, look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain, escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. There's the way. Escape to the mountain. Notice, the angel didn't say, Escape to a mountain. The angel said to Lot, Escape to the mountain, a chosen mountain, a particular mountain, a specific mountain. So if they escaped to the mountain, they would be safe from coming judgment. You know when we talk about the coming judgment upon sin and upon sinners, we preach the gospel. And tell men and women the way of escape. We talk about a mountain as well. We talk about the mountain called Calvary. The mountain of Calvary. The mountain of redemption. The mountain of refuge. The mountain all sinners must flee to. And there plunge beneath the crimson flood. The blood that was shed on that mountain by the Lord Jesus Christ. For it was there that God's Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, shed his precious blood to save men and women from their sin. Need to get to the mountain. Paul says in Ephesians 1 verse 7, In whom we have redemption through the blood, praise the Lord in whom we have redemption through the blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace of his grace why would anyone look back to the sinful life they had lived, why would they look back when there was a new life before them Remember, when I was in charge of one of our churches back in Ulster, I got a phone call to go to one of the hospitals in Belfast. A young girl, 16, 16, that tried to take her own life. And then the intensive care unit. And then that young girl, unconscious of course, and all wired up in tubes and wires. I remember standing there, thinking to myself, it's a far better life than this. It's a far better life than the one you have chosen. buried that young girl a few days later. It was such a sad sight. Sixteen. And got mixed up in the things of the world. <coughs> and there she was. Ready to pass out into eternity. And many follow suit. Many are caught up in this world. No, none but Christ can satisfy. None. None. There's no better life than the Christian life. 
So again I would repeat the words. Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee. Look not behind thee. Neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mount. That mount called Calvary. There's safety and there's salvation there. We have the message for Lot and his wife. We consider the mission for Lot and his wife. Finally, we have the mistake made by Lot's wife. Everything had been made very plain very simple by the angels and how to escape the doom of Sodom and Gomorrah the warning was given the warning was given look not behind don't look behind keep looking ahead well we can see clearly why the saviour said remember Lot's wife because first of all of her disobedience what the angel said not to do was the very thing Lot's wife did verse 25 and they overthrew those cities and all the plain all the inhabitants of the city and that which grew upon the ground but his wife looked back the very thing God through the angels told them not to do escape neither look behind thee and here we find as they made their way out of Sodom we're told that Lot's wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. Her disobedience. Now that prompts the question why did she look back? After God had given the command don't look back yet she did why did she look back would it not have been easier for her to go on and climb up that mountain and make her escape along with her husband and family after all she had to be taken by the hand and led away from that wicked place so there was a reluctance on the part of Lot's wife Is that why? Is that why she looked back? She didn't want to leave Sodom. That's where her husband would sit. He would sit in the gate of the city. That was the worst place to be found. Worst place to be found. Did she look back? Because she didn't want to leave it. She had experienced the sins and the wickedness. And as it were the night life of Sodom. And she didn't want to leave it. So many today. They're told to escape to Mount Calvary they're reluctant to leave the old life oh I could never give up the drink oh I could never turn my back on the mess oh I could never be on a Saturday night and not be in the pub or in the club they think they cannot give up those things they don't need to give them up. God will take care of them. They'll not want to go back. That's for sure. When you taste of Christ, 
and enjoy all that is in heaven you wouldn't want to go back and so the message again is escape 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 for thy life look not behind thee neither stay thou in all the plain escape to the mountain lest thou be consumed and for those who do look back there is no escape for how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation the great salvation was to be found there at the mount Mount Calvary. Miss the cross work. Miss Mount Calvary. And there's no escape. See your disappointment or disobedience. And we notice something else. Her disrespect. You know don't want to read anything into the scriptures that's not there but when you read about Lot and his wife I have to say they didn't seem to be very close but when you think of the angels coming and he made the me and he served Lot's wife's not mentioned And there's something else here would would indicate they weren't very close either. Here we see her disrespect. Look again at verse 26. Verse 20, yeah, verse 26. But his wife looked back. But doesn't end there. His wife looked back from behind him she was behind him there we see that she didn't show much respect for her husband she didn't show much respect for the Lord because she obeyed the Lord disobeyed the Lord's word she didn't show much respect for her husband (coughs) Is a wife's position not to be by her husband? Should Lot's wife not have been by her husband? No, but she wasn't. She looked back from behind him. And a wife's place should be by her husband. And here we see that Lot's wife lie behind tells me of course she had an affection for the cities on the plain you know what this tells me his wife looked back from behind him tells me Lot's wife had more of a love and affection for the cities of the plain than she did for her husband. Why was she not right beside him? Why was she not holding his hand in the hand of her daughters? Instead she lagged behind. She looked back from behind. another solemn thought there her husband Lot escaped but she didn't her husband Lot escaped but she was turned into a pillar of salt they were separated for all eternity all because she looked back now you know now you know why the Lord said remember Lot's wife you have the disobedience you have the disrespect 
when you have the doom she became a pillar of salt she'd been given every opportunity I think we've seen that tonight she was given every opportunity to escape the angels took her by the hand the word was given to her escape look not behind me she was told where to go to escape the judgment she disobeyed God can't disobey God and hope to escape for God is not mocked Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Sad to say, Lot's wife reaped a very bitter harvest. So let us all tonight remember Lot's wife. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Lord, dear Lord, I just give us a word tonight. We know, I know, there's a word, Lord, that I just give to be delivered tonight. From time to time, Lord, we're given words to preach that are solemn and serious. But Lord, we have to declare all the counsel of God. <coughs> I pray, Lord, tonight that God would use this word. Wherever it is heard, even tonight, Lord, someone sitting at home, they're not saved. Lord, may they escape to the mountain tonight, that mine called Calvary, plunge beneath the crimson flood, lose all their guilty stains. May they remember Lot's wife. Lord, be with us this evening. Write thy word upon our hearts. Then even give us, Lord, a greater burden for souls. We ask all these things in the Savior's name. Amen. <coughs>